Hello everybody and welcome to 5.9 Gaming, your source for news and updates for everything gaming related. My name is Sumlade and it's time again for our Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle podcast. Today's episode is episode 34 titled Return of the Kings and before I introduce today's guests, I wanted you to know that Toonrami will return next week and I won't be emceeing the Dokkan podcast until the end of August at least. So if you have any feedback for me, definitely let me know in the comment section down below. So let's introduce today's guests. You know him as the Super Battle Road Destroyer and I just recruited him myself for our Dokkan department of 5.9 Gaming. So Woo! please say hello to DBZ Blaze. Woo! <laughs> What's up everyone? <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's a big honor to be on the channel. I'm very excited for the podcast. Yeah, very happy that you are here. Do you have anything to say to the Mass Ningen? <laughs> we started wow. off like this, are we? Very drama. Wow. Good claps, my boy. I give a good claps. That was very close. Very, very close. But uh, you are the SBR king on Global, so big shout out to you. But I was at one day behind, but very close. <laughs> All right. The free-to-play king <laughs> has returned also, and with great yeah, pleasure, I would like to introduce Jay Fanta to, to today's podcast. So, how are you doing, man? Thank you for titling the uh, podcast after me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, me and you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me, me and Ningen. Um, yeah, glad to be back once again. Yeah, uh, sorry, Tommy, I didn't tell you this, but uh, for whatever reason, I personally didn't subscribe to you. Um, <gasps> I, I just did. And I saw the, the video where you took on Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta and Goku, and I was at the edge of my seat. That video was incredible, man. So, guys, subscribe to Jay Fanta. Uh, a plug for him here, but man. This yeah, video no, was I was going to say, I watched, I watched that earlier as well. And like, I still, I'm seeing people in my comment section saying they can't beat the Easy A. So, the fact that he did it free to play is pretty awesome. All right, so let's continue. I hope you guys remember the competition everybody needed. We have its host <laughs> with us again. So hello, Diddy Sauce. Yo, yo. What's going on, guys? Wait, Happy what to be competition? Here again. The Unmember! <laughs> the one that was rigged? <laughs> the rigged Jay, one Jay, against yeah. me? Oh, <laughs> Why did you do that? You scared yourself. You scared yourself. Oh, my God. Follow me, twitch.tv forward slash That shameless black here, but yeah. Make sure to follow him and subscribe to him on Twitch. So yeah, and last but not least, Global Super Battle Road King and my fellow Resident Evil companion from the United Kingdom, the Mass Ningen. Yo, how's it going, everybody? Always happy to be back on the podcast. And yeah, it's gonna, gonna be a good one. All right. Yeah, I'm feeling the vibes are good right now. <laughs> <laughs> These are our guests for today. We have decided to lower the amount of guests for a while as an experiment. Let us know down below what you think um, of this approach. And no, we did not cut Gorash and Truce from today's podcast. Lower your pitchforks. <laughs> they are simply unavailable for today. So again... <laughs> This episode is pre-recorded also, and yeah, we will soon analyze the data and make a final decision on how we will proceed with our podcasts. So yeah, before we start, make sure to subscribe to 5.9 Gaming across all social media platforms. We provide a link tree for you so you can get quick access to all necessary links. You will find it down below in the description. So without further ado, let's begin with episode 34, Return of the Kings. Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta and Super Saiyan 4 Goku finally got their Extreme Z Awakening and oh boy, they turned out way better than we expected, that's for sure. A lot of hot debates are taking place right now, 
So we will talk about this first. How good are they and do they outclass the Dokkan Fest LRs? Blaze, since you are new here, I will pass this question to you first. All right, here we go. So yes, the new EZAs, I think Dokkan hit out the park. I think they're like a 10 out of 10. They're really good. Are they better than the LRs? It, for now, yes, by far. Um, just because they don't need that much maintenance compared to the LRs, where especially Vegeta, Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta, he needs an 18 key super to have mm -hmm. good defense. But now you just have like the regular EZAs who are just also outperforming more damage. So, so far, I mean, I'm not disappointed. There's really nothing really I can complain about. Um, I, just, I thought Vegeta would be a bit better defensively compared to Goku, but you know, it is what it is. I, they're still like top tier in my eyes. Mm -hmm. Or Vegeta. Yeah, typical Vegeta shaft. <laughs> <laughs> so what about the others? DD Sauce, have you played with them? I have. They're uh they're quite ridiculous. It's like how UI Goku is, you know, it's like he's really strong, UI Goku then builds up, but like instead of just building up to become that really powerful machine, uh they're just there. Like they just say, you know, whatever, here's this seven million attack stat and this like 150k defense or 200k defense and they're not getting hit for anything and they're dealing like mega truck damage yep and you have a counter yeah 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 yep yeah as our friend who couldn't make it today would say they are big nasty dirty boys like they, uh, <laughs> they, got, they do some crazy damage they've got great defense they have the counter still like i was talking about it with somebody earlier today and Obviously, for global especially, because we don't have the same name update, literally the only scenario I can think of where the LRs are better, and this is like a, a thing that doesn't even happen all the time, but the only scenario where you would rather have the LR on your team instead of the EZA one is in Super Battle Road in one of those scenarios where you go into turn four and you have an enemy that survived with like the tiniest sliver of health and they're attacking you multiple times in slot one. Because then the LRs, you can just use the active skill to finish them off and you don't have to worry about them attacking you. But that's literally like the only scenario I could think of where I would ever want to have the LR on the team instead of the EZA one. So yeah, they absolutely uh, or crushed it with these guys. need them for the leader skills. Just Goku's family of Vegeta's leader skill. Yeah, that's true. It. I guess, yeah, yeah, the leader skill is probably the only... Uh, but obviously with the release of like the GT, Goku and Vegeta, even though their yeah, family yeah. leader skill is slightly lower. Um, I mean, it's crazy how good they are. Like on a GT Heroes team, now obviously I know they're getting the full 170 leader skill, but like I have the two new like GT Super Saiyans at 55%. And obviously they are a little bit contingent on how many orbs you can pick up, but they're like... Reg regularly hitting similar or higher attack stats to the rainbow LR Super Saiyan 4s, which is just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, they, they're also quite powerhouses in their own, uh, mm. own, own side. Yeah, my, my take on this is basically they are comparable to the Janemba situation, I would say, like with the Int and STR Janemba, because like Vegeta, the AGL one Post super, he has lower defense than the STR one. So, in my opinion, it depends a little bit on the team that you are running, on your rotations you want to run. Mm. Um, if you always decide to like run the int GT Vegeta with the LR Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta, and you have those rainbow key spheres, um, sure, like on paper, in in theory, um, the STR Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta could be a better option, but 
Yeah, sometimes the outfield is just bad. And yeah, as Blaze said uh, at the very beginning, they don't need like high maintenance. And you, for, like for Vegeta, the AGL one, he only needs to get off the 12 key super um, to raise his defense. Like he greatly raised defense for one turn, right? Um, so that's slightly lower than, than um, Vegeta's defense post super. Uh, yeah, it's it's a difficult situation. Like uh, the LRs are not dead, but um, the competition yeah. is very fierce. And like to run the TORs, like it's so smooth. So I definitely understand if you want to run them over the LRs here. So I think a lot of it, a lot of it depends on obviously your box as well. Like depending how new of a player mm. you are, because like obviously the Doconfest LRs, although they have been back on a couple of banners now. Um, depending on when you started the game, if you started around the time when the OG ones were actually on banners every now and then, um, depending on how your LR luck is, you might have obviously more copies in the original ones than you have in the LRs. And obviously that makes a big difference. And if you're somebody who started more recently, obviously then in that case, the Dokonfest LRs have been on more banners than the OG ones have because they those old ones don't come around as much anymore. Um, so I think a lot of it would depend on your box, which I guess is pretty like much the case for a lot of things for different players. But I feel like for global specifically, they are kind of dead in the water at the moment because without the same name update, you have to pick between the two. Um, and even on JP where you don't have to pick between them because they don't obviously link up with themselves, um, you'd have to run them on opposite rotations. And then in that instance, especially if you're running like a GT Heroes team, you probably want to be running the actual like Super Saiyan Goku and Vegeta on rotation rather than having them as floats, especially if you have dupes in them. So it's a very interesting situation. But yeah, there's definitely one or two instances where the LRs are still good. They're obviously not like suddenly have become bad units, but I think it just goes to show how ridiculously good these EZAs actually are. Yeah, I think it's already enough that we are discussing this. Like, exactly. This is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah, and and, EZA uh, yeah, ECA for a unit that came out four years ago is uh, is in the com is in the discussion of are they better than like a Doconfest LR? So yeah. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, well, um, let's let's not forget that the LRs have their active skills. It's like a big uh -huh. factor. Um, even though they don't, even though they like don't deliver that much damage, like they really have to step up their game in terms of active skills. Like uh. I just used the active skill of Int Super Saiyan Four Vegeta, or well the like GT Vegeta and this axe skill doesn't deal any damage. It's yep. so annoying. It's yeah. <laughs> if it was maybe like super effective, that would be really nice, a nice touch. Cause mm. you have to what do four attacks. I think I did uh, the legendary Goku event. I think on turn ten is when I finally got to use the active skill, which is like right, right, like down. Yeah, if you have to wait that long to use it, you should be doing a lot of damage. But you're yeah. you do you know, less. The thing with the access skill too is it's just the animation, man. Like the damage is like you're you're tickling them, you know. Like <laughs> the, their actual super attack does like four times the damage. Yeah, I just yeah. it's like it's pointless. I agree. I agree. But um, even at fifty five percent as well, when like to say Vegeta, unfortunately, like Goku, he doesn't have the the hidden potential system to do additional supers. So it's like. Yep. Even bad for Vegeta to do his active skill because you need equipment or you have to wait, what, like 10 turns minimum, we'll say. Uh -huh. yeah, the final thing I have to say about this, like, I'll say this for newer players just in case. If you have the LRs at 100% and you only have 
Um, the Goku SCR Goku at 55%, of course you're going to run the LR over the TOR and it's the other way around. So um, like don't run Easy A's strength Super Saiyan 4 Goku over the LR and, and say to us like you, you told us that the TOR is better. Well, <laughs> look at your dupe levels first. So <laughs> um, that's very important also. I just want to get this out of the way. Definitely. Okay, let's talk about the Extreme Z battle. And yeah, I, I um, <laughs> talked about this briefly at the, at the beginning. And uh, yeah, Jay Fanta, how difficult is it? Um, tell uh, us about your experience. I have never in a long time have ever gotten so many comments about how hard an Extreme Z battle event is yep. uh, since this one came out. Like comments are filled with this. Like, oh, I haven't beaten this. And I have all of these. You know, it took me... Five hours to complete all 30 stages, full free-to-play. I was literally, I felt like at one point I was going to cry. Vegeta <laughs> just kept super attacking me. He just wouldn't stop. I was just like, please, man, just let me get my RNG luck and I'm out of here. And I don't even have the cards to begin with. I'm just doing it for the, um, <laughs> just for the, the trophy, the, the video, the content. That's de dedication right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it is very, very tough. I... People are saying like top two hardest, if you also include the uh, LR EZAs. I think they're like, only because I can do it free to play. I don't, just from my experience, it's like fourth hardest, third hardest. Okay. Uh, I, I mm -hmm. still think the mm -hmm. two LRs are definitely the harder ones for me. Uh, but that's always dependent on your box, of course. Mm. A bit off topic, but have you. Like, not beaten any EZAs with, like, a free-to-play team? Like, is there any that you haven't beat? The only ones I haven't beaten is the LR ones. Oh, okay. All the rest I've beaten. So. Nice. Yeah, good. the Brolio one hits different, man. The Brolio <laughs> one, he... Woo! <laughs> Godly. But uh, I've tried, actually, to do free-to-play on the global side for the um, GT oh, Goku. Oh, my good God. <laughs> I mean, I got a stage 30, but, like, I kind of cheated, right? I just went to stage 30 right away. And yeah. I could only kill one character. Like, Vegeta's the main problem. He just keeps super attacking me. He really is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're just missing a few cards that you don't have on Global that you do have on JP. Like, the Tech Cell from the World Tournament. So good. Mm. Yeah. Well, he is on Global, but he's not Awakened. But yeah. he just gets slapped around like it's nothing. I'm like, okay, well, cool story, bro. <laughs> 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 okay, um... What about Ningen and Diddy Sauce? Uh, do you agree that this? Bro, they beat it easy. Let's be honest. Come on. Yeah, but but Next. was it harder? Or, uh, <laughs> I would say it was. I would say it was harder, but like, I I, I have like most of green when he was doing it. He was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, like sometimes I saw him. <laughs> uh, sometimes like, I would look down because it's like easy A's are easy A's, you know. Like uh, you can just kind of run through them if you have the right team. But since it's a duo, you could like screw up here and there if you're not paying attention. But like, I I don't think I died once during the EZA. It's just it would it was taking longer because there were like two characters with a lot of health, so it was just yeah. taking longer. Very true. Yeah, that's why that's why that was my experience as well. Because obviously my uh, box is pretty sturdy. The team that I made for it, I would say, is pretty pretty ideal for it. But yeah, that was the one thing I noticed. And there's been a couple like that. I think the. Off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure it was when the physical e uh, Broly EZA dropped for like the old 70%, like the mm. legendary Super Saiyan one. It wasn't that it was hard. It was just the fact that because he's got so much HP, that one felt like it took a lot longer than some of the other ones. 
And that was why, that was definitely what I felt with this one, especially stage 30. Like it didn't, it wasn't necessarily hard in the sense that I came close to dying. It just, it felt like it took a lot longer to get all the way through like all 30 stages compared to a normal easy. Eh? Yeah, especially with the teams that you're like, you're running for this. It's like mm. artificial life form. You're running the booze that are healing and running like other units that are just getting metamorphosis off. It's like, yeah. Getting a lot of healing then. So it was it's... great using baby again and <laughs> also yep. getting his transformations. Like that is so <laughs> yeah. rare, but like I used it every single time for every stage. Is that actually... great? <laughs> I hindered myself. I didn't use baby because I didn't think that he'd be like super, like super strong like he was. I, I watched uh, some videos on people doing them. I was just doing like a full boo team. So I, I was just constantly healing. And then I saw people use baby. He was just one shotting one shot in the entire like stage of like super saiyan 4 goku i was like man i would have been so much faster if i just used baby <laughs> yeah i had to i actually had i had to use baby as my leader because the uh the tech exchange boo is i think what is like one of the only cards in the game that i don't have so and, mm. even, and even then i didn't find it that difficult because obviously he's never returned on global and when the dual dokon fest came out we'd already got the feedback from jp that people weren't particularly excited about uh the um boo but the gotenks was clearly better so when the jules confess came out on global i did the discount rotations didn't get either of them so then i only did like a couple of extra rotations on the gotenks banner to make sure that i got him and then i just didn't bother going back in for the for the boo but even using a baby leader and a boo friend i thought it was quite manageable it was just like i said it was pretty long they haven't been back yet on global Oh wait, no, yeah, they were just on. Sorry, yeah, they were just on Janemba and Pycon, weren't they? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I um I got super lucky on those banners and pulled the Janemba and Pycon from the PLAF tickets, so I didn't really do many summons on the, on the banners yeah, after that. I say that's like a long time. Yeah. But man, uh, shout out to Jay Fanta. One hour for stage thirty. That's ludicrous, man. <laughs> I. Wait, that's how long it took. It took a whole hour. No, uh, an hour of attempts. An hour of attempts. Okay. And it took 10 minutes before the run. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a whole hour. Like, <laughs> one stage. No. I, Imagine. Because <laughs> I remember seeing your video. I saw like an hour and yeah, nine an seconds. Hour? I that think was, that was that for was the legendary Goku event. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. GT. God damn, I got confused. My bad, my bad. Yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next topic. And yeah, we'll... Do a quick detour here, but yeah, we wanted to talk about this as well. So let's talk about GT Heroes. Um, with the Easy Ace, is this the best <laughs> category or is it a contender for one of the best teams in the game like GT Heroes? What do you think? GT Heroes is really, really powerful. I mean, so the two new Easy A's, the two, the two new Dokkan Fest that just came out, and also the two new support units that are on the banners. <laughs> Not only that, you have all that power, all that support. Uh, you also have the GT link. <laughs> so it's yep. like you are constantly, constantly getting links, no matter what, you are guaranteed a GT link. Uh, and you are constantly dealing a buttload of damage. You're getting the support off. You have defense. You can run Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta for if, if you want. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't have Weird any... Like, you are chilling. That team is a, a powerhouse. Yeah, talk about like exploding out of the gate with like a new category and it being ridiculously good. Because just like you said, it's those six units. Like I, I say new because obviously the the Easy A's are 
of older units, but yeah. the six new units and then throw Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta in there. And then that team is just absolutely ridiculous. Like with the um, support units on the rotation, like the EZA Super Saiyan 4s are hitting like over 6 million attacks that like, like I said, I've got the uh, the GT Super Saiyan, like the Dokon Fests at 55%. They're hitting like four or five million. Like it's, that team's just ridiculous. And it's, uh, yeah, it's nice to see them introduce a new category and it actually be really, really good. Yeah, and, and not only that, the the fact that there's like all these these six units that like are new, but you know, easy A's, they're old, but new easy A's, right? Uh, but not only that fact is that there are also all these new free to play easy A's that just happened. Giru's amazing, LRB pen when you are done over that month grind of doing that weekly <laughs> yeah. stage, uh, she's amazing. Like she's really good. Uh, and there's just other options too, even if you don't have those six units. Uh, and if you didn't feel like farming the free to play ones, you have the LR Super Saiyan fours as well. You got like there's just a lot on the list that you can use. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I think it's a very good contender. I mean, out of nowhere, just like power creep. It's one of definitely one of my favorite categories, uh, especially with the banner units, Goten Trunks and Gohan and Goten. Like those units are pretty wild. Mm. Well, more more to Goten and uh, and Trunks because they stack and they provide forty percent, I believe to Vegeta's family and Goku's family, but yep. it's a very power creep level category. It's definitely a contender for me, for sure. Mm. Yeah, it's actually crazy that you run like in Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta as a floater now for this team. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like not too long ago, he was the best you are in the game, I, I would say. Um, and now like you run him as a floater, like what's it? Uh, but um <laughs> i think it's i think the main the main issue i guess it's not an issue i mean you can run him on main rotation if you want because he's still sure, super good sure. but the uh the main issue is the fact that he doesn't have say in raw because if he did i guess yeah. you could argue that you could run him on main rotation with the eza goku and then have vegeta floating because that mm. extra link mm. is just so good but the fact that he doesn't yes. have it um it's almost better to have him off rotation so that the easy a super saiyan fours always have that link active and then of course you know we've all had those runs whether it's on like the Goku event or Super Battle Road or something where the unit in the final slot super attacks you. So having Gogeta there for that counter chance in the back is pretty useful as well. Yeah, exactly. And now I have to say that I myself, um, I am pretty excited for a potentially easy A for the Super Saiyan 3 Goku, the mm. giant ape one, the golden gray oh. ape. So, he is in desperate need of one. Yeah. Yeah, but if he gets it like this, like this unit will be insane i think for this team mm. um there's, there's can't a, wait there's a lot of categories that could use him like being better like mm. giant eight power and stuff so because mm. at the moment in harder events he's kind of a liability to run but he'd be so useful for those teams if he was uh i remember when he ruined good. uh your yes we were doing a race <laughs> yes he ruined it because it turned grade eight that was yeah funny. we did a super <laughs> we did a super battle road race and uh jay fanta made me use a specific team i think it was the one that i'd used to, to no items that stage originally and literally the super Saiyan three goku transformed in every single fight slowed <laughs> down <laughs> so much <laughs> oh boy because it's like, yeah, that's really good in a situation where you're trying to beat the stage because you get a bunch of turns of free damage, but you don't do as much damage. So in a race, it was uh, not not good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the second category again um, that was released alongside GT Heroes. So GT bosses, obviously not as good, obviously. So <laughs> that's what, does Akatsuki, <laughs> what does Akatsuki <laughs> have to do in order to like 
establish it as one of the better categories uh, in the game. I mean, it really just comes down to releasing more units for lead. it. Uh, yeah, that, too, that too, yeah. <laughs> just releasing more units for it, more leaders' skills, more like supporters for it, more easy A's. It's not yeah. it's not that built of a category yet, but it can be it can be something that is going to be a great category. Mm. Yep. I think you just easy a physical omega actually. Bang. True. Done. Yeah. Oh, true. And then the 170 lead, boom. And it's in Sinchenron. Physical Sinchenron. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think the leader, if he's gonna be 170, I think it'll be nice if he's like, in my opinion, just like Bojack, where he's also supporting the category. Yeah. I think that'd be a very good bonus because Right now, I'm looking at my GT bosses, like my units. I only have 14 on global. So it's just like, might as well give him that extra bonus to help out the other characters because uh-huh. it's a very small category. Uh, but we already have Rudo and we also have um, the LR. Yeah, the well, LR. Well, J- well, well be, JP like... has the Shadow Dragons. Yo, yeah. JP, but like, <laughs> eventually, maybe seven months down the line, <laughs> when they finally release it. I feel like they could maybe release it early than earlier than we expect if like this Dokon Now thing that's coming up is going to be GT related still. But yeah, the um, I do think though I agree with Blaze because that's my actually my favorite blueprint for category leaders is having that thing where they basically start out as a support unit and then you can choose via the active skill to then transform them into like a big damage dealer or like a big tank or something, and then it allows you to. Build it gives you more options with the team building because if you want to, it means you can just run both of them off rotation as supports and you don't have to transform them. Whereas obviously one of the earlier versions of a unit like that who is slightly different is Android 13. Whereas obviously you have no control over his transformation. So you can't just bring him on the team to use him as an Android support. Um so I think that could be potentially something. Obviously, for me, the dream is uh an LR Super 17. Uh, so for me, the best way for them to do him would be um, GT17 and Hellfighter17. And then they could be a support unit for GT bosses. And then their active skill is that they fuse into Super17. Um, and that would be really good. But yeah, it's just a case of EZA some of the older units. Um, I mean, we've seen it like when they brought out the LR Jiren. That was when they released the Int Topo. So having a banner unit that is similar to like you know, these recent ones we've had with the GT ones and even trunks that came out on the Broly banner. They've been releasing a lot of support units recently that are not only very good units on their own, but they're giving 40% attack and defense, but only to like specific categories. So if they released a side banner unit, that was a unit that was again, solid on his own, but was then like 40% to GT bosses, that would obviously help a lot as well. So I think that's a category that at the moment isn't so great but obviously they're not they're not quite finished like setting it up yet yeah also Rildo only provides defense well he provides key and defense but no attack yeah um but it's still very good 40 percent defense that's you know it's a lot of defense at least our boy finally got his awakening <laughs> <laughs> the artwork is uh is what sells it for me for real though mm. <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> So, uh, like, recently I watched another video from Jay Fanta, and yeah, he was showcasing the free-to-play GT Bosses uh, team, and I have to agree that Akatsuki really have to, has to publish uh, 
better units, especially free-to-play units, because I, I literally cringed when I saw that team, like with the flat <laughs> free-to-play characters. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> how bad is that? SSRs. Yeah. <laughs> the LR Shedrod. <laughs> so yeah, Akatsuki, please give Jay Fanta some, some better units he can use for this team. Um, I have to agree. Ah, uh, it was so bad. Um, but yeah, with that said, let's move on to the next topic. And yeah, last week we talked a lot about this and yeah, Certainly, we have to talk about this again. The GT Legendary Goku event. Uh, GT Edition. So, um, yeah. DBZ Blaze and DD Sauce, Jay Fanta, you are here now. So, what are your thoughts on the event overall? I love it. It's amazing. It, I think it, it's well done. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I have fun with it. That's I have fun with it. That's all that matters. Good. I have fun with it. I will say for free-to-play, it's very difficult. Like... Because as you guys know, the original Legendary Goku event, the key to victory was bringing stacking units. But in this event, the Katsuki is like, hey, we're taking that away. Because they bring, what, three phases or three stages where Goku lowers defense. defense. Oh. And then Great Ape just absolutely demolishes you. Yeah, no matter I hate what that your defense is at. Harambe? Or, sorry, Golden Azaru? Like, I hate him. <laughs> 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 I hate <laughs> Rest in peace, rest in peace. Oh, yeah, exactly. His, his spirit, has, right, his spirit has returned for revenge in Golden Azaru form. <laughs> yeah, the number of people that I've seen posting screenshots of like the game over screen with the giant uh, golden ape in the background and then it has like 600k damage or something up on the screen. It's like, god damn. <laughs> yeah, you just go through the first few phases so quick that you can't even like mm. stack defense enough. So you like almost have to use an item every time. So say it's actually kind of tricky to stack as well because like Goku actually hits pretty hard. I think the easiest phase is stage number two because when you super attacks, it does like 200k, but I mean, it's not lowering your defense, but it's still very tricky like to stack defense. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, the thing that I noticed right away because I tried out, I did a stream where I just tried out a bunch of random teams. I got people in the chat to like pick some random categories. And you remember back when Tech Trunks came out on JP, I think it was just after the legendary Goku event came out. And I think we got him just before for global, but he was like the God of that event because of how quickly he stacks with each super attack. You take him into this event and even like a few turns in, like you get super attacked and he's still getting super attacked for like 150 K is, uh, it's pretty crazy how much uh, this it shows you just how much like we all joke about how bad it is when our own units have that effect but it shows you just how devastating it is in events when the enemies have the lowering defense thing on their super attacks because <laughs> yeah like, like you said that was always the key to beating those runs even with some of the more wonky categories if you could just bring a bunch of units that stacked defense you were all good even if they're free to play and then obviously in this because of that defense lowering it's uh yeah, it gets a, gets a bit crazy. Yeah, I wish it was the same thing on like on our version, like where defense actually matters. I mean, lowering defense matters because you barely see it unless it's going to be a um, what you call it, a counter unit. If we're, if we're talking about the uh, the golden Nazaru here, I uh, I posted something in the outline here. Uh, a little meme of if fingers or whoever's editing this wants to uh, yeah you have to put that screen. in I had to, I had to mute my yeah, mic you gotta, you gotta put this on the screen I don't even put this on the screen the exploding rage category plus 9001 defense damage to enemy's mental state just attack infinite and damage received minus 99% at the start of third plus that, that strong that, str that strong passive look at this monkey 
was to perform super attack 150% when facing a physical yes. enemy. <laughs> uh, the number of times, I swear to God, the number of times I was trying to record those original runs for the missions and it's like, oh, I'll put this physical unit here because there's only one attack in this slot and where's the super attack going to be? You damn right it's in that one spot there. Yeah. So. <laughs> that was so annoying, man. Oh, Lord, I threw my phone like three times when that happened. <laughs> Especially Universe 7. Oh, my God. Yes. you have what two units are physical at least at least freeze and at least uh 17 uh, it's just it's just instant death mm. oh. yeah, yeah as a matter of fact i did my research and the golden great ape has the highest base attack and the highest defense out of all the enemies um yeah the super attack damage is higher for full post super saiyan for goku but yeah this this golden great ape is like insane Absolutely insane. And um, yeah, Blaze just talked about Universe 7 <laughs> on Global. So tell, tell, us, tell us about your experience. Um, how far along are you with the missions? Are you done? Oh, I done all of them. Um, that was definitely the hardest one. That was just, it almost felt like a Noid and Run to me. Because when you do a Noid and Run for a super battle, the one that's like, it's very annoying is that you do all these runs, or you're making like, sorry, 20 minutes into the run, and then you just die and you have to start all over again. So this was very frustrating. Um, I think with one easy eight from the year, uh, sorry, uh, year six anniversary would make a huge difference. But this was, ay ay ay, man! I just yeah. want to kill Harambe. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, man! What Harambe do to you? Not again, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not again. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was. Um, funnily enough, in the end, it was actually. It wasn't the hardest for me in the end. It was uh, after we just mentioned it previously, but it's the, I think the only time, and I am shocked to have to say this out loud and this to actually be a thing, but it's the only time I actually regretted not having Tech Exchange Boo because the power absorption mm. one, like, I don't know what it was. I saw loads of different team builds and I think probably the thing was like we were saying before, like getting super attacks on the wrong units after spending loads of time building up is... Uh, is pretty infuriating but yeah the reps of universe 7 one was definitely very difficult i tried out a bunch of different like setups uh using different friends whether it was the kaioken goku the goku and frieza i tried a couple of runs with the jiren but in the later stages he definitely gets um takes a bit more damage than i was expecting um and for me some of the key units like the physical frieza mine is only 55 percent. so even though he does obviously stack his defense um like he was taking a lot of damage especially early on so um it was one of those ones you had to get i had to get quite lucky and it is it is crazy like it's night and day how different it is for jp and global because the team completely changes after the six year anniversary like it, you didn't exactly. you don't even have to get all of the new units but like I think almost any of the new units, including like Easy A's, not just the new summonable ones, they all probably take spots on your team over some of the ones that we have uh, to use at the moment on Global. So it's definitely very difficult. But like we said in the previous episode, when people were saying that, you know, some of these missions are a bit too hard, they'll always be there in the future. So if you, if you have to wait for the six year, th that mission is definitely going to be a lot easier. But yeah, it is, it is doable. It was just very, very difficult. So. You get a trophy if you beat it now. Yeah, absolutely. As for me, I just did all of the missions and I struggled the most with the Connected Hopes category because Super Saiyan 3 Goku, like, he's physical and you have, have a lot of in-type units on the team. Like, mm. it's, like, for me, 
he always supered like one of the in characters before they attack like uh, Gogeta, for example. That was just one attack in the first slot, and he supered Gogeta before he supered, and <laughs> I, I got killed immediately because he lowered the defense. It happened so many times on Friday. I, I almost cried, man. It's like got infuriated uh, on the train. But I eventually beat it, uh, so I'm very happy to get this done. Um, but yeah, Fanta, obviously, you didn't do all the missions yeah, <laughs> with I, the free-to-play teams. Obviously. But what? <laughs> what do you mean? It might come to a surprise, but I haven't done any of the missions, sadly. <gasps> mm. Not my streamer. <laughs> get oh. out of here. You, so obviously, I mean, maybe not right now, but like, do you think any of them are possible free to play, or is there one that maybe just needs like one or two more key units, or are they all all the missions just not really nah, possible? For I think it's pretty much impossible. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Universe Seven is like maybe if you have a few more cards, but power absorption is a no deal. What else is there? What space um, and warriors? I think space and power might be possible. Great no? power. Uh, battle wits, maybe yeah. Battle wits and universe seven might be the two closest ones for sure. Depends on if there's more stackers. It really just comes down what mm. units come out for the categories that are stackers. Because yeah. like, we just have weak units at the end of the day, <laughs> so. You need that defense to survive as long as you can. Uh, plus, that must be even more infuriating because with the free-to-play like stacking units, even though you are stacking, you're obviously doing a lot less damage overall. Partly because it's kind of like a the leader skill, like a good side and a bad side for that. Because like you do less yeah. damage, but then you have more opportunities to, to stack. stack. Yeah, yeah. But it must be even more infuriating because when you get to like the second to last stage or the great ape and you oh. die you've been playing it for like yeah, 30 yeah, yeah, minutes yeah. at that point so. <laughs> <laughs> that or or we just die too early that's it mm. all right let's move on to the next topic and yeah our favorite game mode is returning very soon haha <laughs> chain battle is coming back yes yes um, orbs it's, yeah, Diddy, Diddy, you're saying it right now. Like, I need the orbs. Like, Jesus Christ, not not the not the skill orbs, but the hidden potential ones. Because I want a rainbow rildo, and I don't have any STR orbs left. <laughs> yeah, so, it, uh, it, <laughs> orbs. The stickers are cool. Uh and yeah. you get like the equipment. I don't know. I, you see, the chain battle. I think the game was awful, but like the fact that it gives so many like good rewards, it just balances out for me. Where I'm like, I don't care. Mm. World tournament? Uh, no, like I can dump like thirty hours into that, and I can rank like top twenty thousand. I can get nothing, so it's like just get good. Yeah, are we can. Gonna... Yeah, true. You know what? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Thirty hours? I would be easy top two K. Easy. <laughs> now I'm gonna. I'll, I'm gonna continue my uh, world tournament is better than chain battle advocacy because my main point. I yeah, did I'll a, be right behind. I you. did a breakdown of this, but like when you compare the rewards, uh, I was only considering the guaranteed rewards that you get for doing like the 30 million points worth of missions which obviously doesn't take you all weekend to do and like those missions alone those rewards are better than what you get from chain battle at, based on obviously then the rng of what you get from the skill orbs afterwards and then obviously that is just completely contingent on what your luck is like but for me personally whilst i hate the mode i have managed to get top one percent on all of the last couple and literally the last two in a row from those rewards opening all the chests i've gotten like one decent gold skill orb like both times in the last two so it really doesn't you know what? i'm gonna put that right on you get better 
<laughs> so, yeah, it really doesn't seem. The reverse uh, Uno. I know, I, I know that's a lot of people's primary complaint, but it just doesn't. It feels very disappointing when you've uh, put in that work and done all the extra tries it might take you to get into the top one percent, and then you use all of your um, things at the end. I can't remember what they're called, but the currency to open the chests, and then you just get a load of garbage. Yeah, but that's like the only thing you get though. You got like 10 Elder Kai's, all these orbs enough to rainbow a unit on each unit, like each like type. You get three stickers, like it, it's not just the equipment. Sure, the equipments are awesome. Like that's like the main thing about it. But like you get everything else. Like getting enough orbs to rainbow a unit of each type in a world tournament, you need like top like what, 1k? Dude, that's like you're playing nonstop drinking a Red Bull every single like hour so you don't pass out from exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> you just play chain battle for like 10 minutes and then you're done sure maybe it's rng based but i'm not trying to sit in a world tournament for the whole like 55 hours 56 hours just so i can get that orbs. well that's what i was saying about like i compared the rewards only to what you get for getting the 30 million missions it. yeah and the yeah. orbs i think for chain battle you get slightly more hidden potential orbs but only if you get top one percent which obviously again yeah. for some people I see a lot of comments still for each one, especially because often the category choices are so weird. I still see a lot of people posting that they've never got higher than like sort of like top five or 6%. And then when you compare that sort of score to just doing the 30 million points worth of missions, you definitely get better rewards from the world tournament in that example. Cause they had, especially because they added that mission where at the 23 million point mark, you get a guaranteed copy you of the, the reward unit, card. Yeah. Um, which I think definitely helped out a little bit because you don't have to grind anywhere near as much if you just want one copy of the new card. That's true. But hey, they're both they're both bad game modes. So whichever one yeah, you prefer, yeah. that's up to you. But yeah, handshakes at the end. <laughs> at the end. <laughs> All right. So the categories you should use for this Chamberlain season are GT Heroes, Giant Form, and Dragon Ball Seekers. So um. Did you prepare for this Chamberlain season? Are you going to provide excellent cards for your friends? Or Well, Ningen, I saw one of your tweets or one of your replies <laughs> to somebody. And you obviously do not care. Um, I, I personally do. I prepared my cards. Um, I will share my, my, my teams very, uh, very soon. But uh, how about you guys? Or what is your approach on this? I, wow, I didn't know the categories really were that bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't know they were that bad. <laughs> oh no that's, that's <laughs> so what tournament is better now <laughs> uh, I still think chain battle is better because I'm going to randomly get a one per top 1% score <laughs> Just out of nowhere I'll get a top 1% <laughs> I haven't prepared at all I, I don't know chain battle it's either a hit or miss for me sometimes I prefer the world mm. tournament sometimes I prefer the chain battle all depends mm. if I have the cards or not like giant form that's one of them right I it's like it's a it's a dead it's like a dead character, sorry, category for me. So mm. I don't know. We just have to see what the friends have because that also depends your results, right? Your friends that you have. So uh -huh. it really, all depends. You can have every card, but it all depends oh. what your friend list looks like. So I don't know. I have nothing prepared for it. Yeah, so I think I don't. That, so that's what I was saying in the tweet that Sunblade mentioned is I don't really bother to prepare in advance. Obviously, the day the event comes out, I'll set my team. Um, I do have pretty good options for all of those things. Um, but obviously I'm not somebody who has never really kept uh, SSR versions of cards until the like easy A sort of thing came around. And then obviously it became more of a good idea to keep those copies just in case a future easy A comes along and you want to save Kai's. But 
the AZAs normally give out Kai's, so it doesn't really matter too much. But yeah, it's like, it, I know it's kind of selfish because everybody hates it when you're on Chain Battle and you're looking down your list of friends and everyone has super bad teams. But I mean, I'll set <laughs> good teams as far as I can with what I can build, but I'm not particularly fussed about me personally setting the most optimal team because at the end of the day, it doesn't affect my score at all. So, I mean, I'm still going to set all my best units for people to use, but it's not something that I you know meticulously plan ahead you know instead of you know things like super battle road or this goku event those kind of things i would think about my team beforehand but for this one because your interaction with it is really only picking your attacker and then your like main connectors so it's not something i think a huge amount about in advance but i mean i can still field a pretty solid team the one thing i did wonder about this is um obviously you have to set the super and extreme type support teams but all three of those categories are really pretty like super type heavy so i wonder if this is going to be another one of those chain battles where the extreme team is just going to be all freezers because a lot of them are on <laughs> dragon ball seekers because <laughs> none of the yeah, other ones probably. are really particularly like extreme unit heavy so true yeah, so I, I did my research and I already prepared a little bit. The super side is pretty straightforward. You just use uh -huh. the GT Gokus, the Super Saiyan Gokus, and you have the Super Saiyan Force, the free-to-play one from the anniversary, the physical one. You, you have the STR one and the AGLLR. Um, for the extreme side, is a little bit tricky. You could use like a very Saiyan-heavy team with like the Vegeta's, uh, Raditz, um, Turles, the giant ape ones. Um, of course, the, the SSR forms too. Um, easy A, Physical Vegeta, or like as Ningen mentioned, and I think this one will be the best one with the Freezers and, and Cooler because Cooler is on, on giant form. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, that's what I'm going to do, and I hope that I get at uh, top 1%. And uh, yeah, but <laughs> at least for me, at the very first day of Chamber, like everyone is like inserting like yeah. super random cards. So I just get like top, top 10% like in my <laughs> first few runs and I have to wait a couple of days. Um, but yeah, as for me, just like take a look at the rankings and, and just copy their teams if, if possible. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm about that's to say. What... I, I just wait for the next day or maybe like the next 12 hours mm. when it comes out and just wait for the records to see who's on the top. Just copy that, and then that's uh, usually what I just go through every day. Mm. Just see what people are using that's new, and that's what's making them like stay on top. Yeah, I'm a simple man. Uh, I see red on the card, I pick. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the next topic, and this one is pretty surprising. <laughs> and Agatsuki messed up here a little bit uh, on Twitter. Yeah, the Dokkan now five announcement. Um, what is going to happen? How did they screw it up? Yeah, like they, they published a tweet uh, for the global side, I think, and then they deleted it afterwards. Like something happened there. Akatsuki being Akatsuki. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened, but what can we expect for, for this stream? Like a part two allow for both versions or is this a global first? I don't know. Um, tell me about it. Uh, I personally think they're going to show the new LR. I mean, there's got to be a new LR. And uh, I think with Dokkan announced, I feel like they're going to announce another LR EZA. I don't know if that's like too like out of the blue, but like I feel like they try to hype it up and that's they know that people really like that. And that's like super exciting. I, I don't know what it could be, but it they could just announce a random LR EZA in there. Mm. 
I personally just hope that they will EZA um, the Ultra for Power Super Saiyan for Goku. It would make sense to do it now. Um, yeah. But he's not an LR, obviously. So Yeah, we'll I, see. I think, so for me personally, again, I know but partly it's wishful thinking that it'll be Super 17, but I don't think uh, if it's a part two LR, I do feel like it's going to be GT bosses related because we do need a summonable leader. Um, I feel like it could be any extreme GT character other than Baby because he already has an LR and then potentially that could be the LR EZA, the AGL Super Baby 2. Because, I mean, he still is good now, but, I mean, so is Goku and Frieza and they and, Bro- and Broly needed one, I guess, more. But, like, they've been True. very unpredictable with which LRs are going to get them. So mm. they seem to be more than happy to just easy a one that fits in the theme of the celebration rather than specifically the one that needs it the most so oh, yeah why didn't i even think of that well yeah baby baby's the perfect candidate for yeah because i feel like we've seen that treatment a lot recently with some of the units so if you think about like bojack had an lr didn't have a dokon fest he got a dokon fest z broly the last card that he had was an lr then he got a Dokon fest so baby already has an lr but doesn't have a Dokon fest so i don't think the next baby we'll get will be an LR. I think he will be a Dokon Fest. So that would be the perfect time then to like upgrade the existing LR baby that we have. Uh, I think if if there's going to be an easy A, I think definitely LR baby would be like, or even a GT Trio. They can mm, get an easy as well. Oh. That's also a possibility because they're they're hard hitting. Like I saw Truth's uh, showcase at fully max level 10 links and they're dishing out really good damage. Um, but yeah, they, they can also get one. Um, as far as another, I have. I think it's gonna be a joint one. So both JP and Globe are gonna get it. I, uh-huh. I feel like this guy's also the got the gacha market is very competitive, especially with that. I uh, was it horse racing game <laughs> going on. Like it's been on top for what? How many months now? Like three at least. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it definitely makes sense to have both versions if Dokkan wants to make a little bit of money. Um, but as far as an LR, I don't know. I want I want to be surprised on this part. I I have none. I I'd probably go with Shin. Or Omega Shenron, sorry. As an LR for GT bosses. Mm, yeah. Well, I, I personally hope that this is Super 17. Um, so, yeah, yeah, let's go. You know what would be actually crazy, <laughs> right? So you think about how this celebration has panned out across both versions. So obviously it was a surprise originally that it was going to be on both versions at the same time. And then we had the initial um, disappointment with seemingly not all of the celebration coming to global because for whatever reason, they delayed announcing some of the other stuff that was coming. Wouldn't it be insane? Because obviously Dokon Now's recently, or I say recently, like in the past, have primarily been about Global First, although I think was the last one, the Heroes one, which was both versions. But imagine how crazy it would be if the Dokon Now was for a summonable LR that is the GT boss's leader, but it is a Global First. Like the celebration would have literally gone a, done a complete 180 from being better on JP at the beginning to being better on Global at the end, which would be uh, should be pretty crazy. Because I mean, I imagine it'd be kind of like Tech Broly and the GoBros where or even UI Goku, where it'd probably be, if it is a GT boss's lead, it'll probably be a global first only for like a few weeks. But even so, that would be pretty crazy. I agree. I think it'd be really crazy. Like for that to happen, I'd see like, well, I mean, I can't see anything, but I'd still believe it's really like a dumb move on Dokkan if they did that. But who knows? We'll just have to see and wait. All right. Anything you guys wanted to add, um, Fanta? You probably won't yeah. summon on the <laughs> on the legendary summon banner. <laughs> it's like a win kind of deal, so. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
Okay, so uh, Fanta, you will have a chance to talk about these upcoming units. So let's talk about um, the free-to-play units. But wait, wait, before I forget, um, this is very important to us. Um, we just published a form about um, the possible Dokkan Now announcement. Um, fill out that form, fill out the fan-made card form, and yeah, maybe your idea will make it into one of our videos. So yeah, with that out of the way, let's talk about the free-to-play Giro, Saiyaman, Trunks, and Gohan Pan Easy A. Of course, uh, Fanta, you already grinded them. So, yes, sir. Um, yeah. I'll make this short and sweet. Sell them to the global side. Yeah, right, good. Giro, good. Saiyaman, Trunks. He's cool. He's cool. His Easy A wasn't warranted so early, but we'll take it. Gohan Pan, actually underrated. And... Easy AB pen, which I'll talk about in a bit further detail. I feel like they, I don't know. I don't like how she awakened into like becoming more of a damaging unit, but because she has no defense still mm. with her Easy A, which I find it really odd. Kind of sucks when you only have 55% damage reduction, although guaranteed now with no defense, it's, you're not going to use her to survive from, say, the grade ape. Golden Uzaru. <laughs> <laughs> um, they went on the direction of her doing more damage so that you can get a more consistent heal. So at least when you do versus Uzaru's or Super Saiyan 4 Goku, you, you'll do damage. You'll bypass the defense, hopefully. I haven't really tried that out. I'm one week away for band, uh, B-Pan's fully easy A because I got lucky with the... Uh, I wouldn't say lucky. It's guaranteed four. Is it four weeks guaranteed? Uh, guaranteed five. I think it's guaranteed five. Guaranteed if you get, five. If you get the five question weeks. once, it's guaranteed four weeks. Yeah, so I got the question on the first week. I was hoping to get the second week. Because then, actually, you need all three. So you need all marks. three. Yeah, I yeah. got the first two and then I missed the third one. So I, I, uh, I'm just going to have an extra five now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So once, uh, what was I going with this again? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's just, she's, she's better. I feel like, do you guys know that she's like the, uh, the only LI, I believe? I might be wrong with this, but she has like the, the lower tier orb potential. Oh, so really? she doesn't get like the 5,000 boost. She gets like the 3,000. I feel like she's mm. like the only one that has it. And she's like the only one with Colossal as a 15 key or Ultra Super Attack. She doesn't get Mega Colossal, mm. which sucks. You might, be, but... you might be right on the orb potential thing. Yeah, interesting. I was I was told that. I mean, yeah. The key, I mean, the key thing for her is obviously they fit. It would be nice for to have extra defense on top of the damage reduction, but I think that was the key. Like the thing that always annoyed me the most about using her was when that damage reduction thing didn't activate. So yeah, I mean, that is uh, that's definitely one of the best parts of her. Um, easy A, and obviously you need to do. Uh, the Saiyaman Trunks and Gohan and Pan to do her Extreme Z area. Um, but you don't have to do the Giru, do you? But he's good, right? So you obviously want to do him anyway. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so also, I guess this is part of the outline, the prep for the Trunks and Gohan Pan. Uh, easy A. So you need to have all of the, that one event. I don't know what you call that event. With all the easy A's, with Candy Vegito, the 
Goku, Vegeta, like the April Fool's EZA event, you need all of those cards in order to do B-Pan's EZA. So if you haven't done that on Global, make sure you do that. Uh, and that, that all carries on with the uh, Great Saiyan Trunks event as well as the Gohan and Pan event as well. So um, you need to do that regardless. And then I think Giru's is the only one that's different. And I forgot. It's, it's, I'm blanked on that one. I think it's yeah. like G- Giru does have his own uh, easy area. Yeah, he has like his own little event. Yep, right. So yeah, guys, definitely make sure to like um, grind the um, pan and go on to one hundred percent. That's very important. The trunks to one hundred percent, like with the prime battle Goku and Frieza, all of the units have to be at one hundred percent fully easy eight. Unfortunately, I didn't have the STR orbs to uh, <laughs> rainbow. <laughs> Gohan and Pan in time, so I am two weeks behind, I think. So I have to get very lucky in order to get the additional rewards in time. Um, So, yeah, don't make the same mistake as I did. So, uh, yeah, any additional thoughts about the Easy A's and Pan here? Uh, I I do like the approach, and I'm very curious about what they're going to do with other free-to-play Easy Areas. Uh, Because, obviously, B-Pan is, like, how her event is. So I'm curious to see what uh, style they're going to make every other event mm. for uh, the LRs. Yeah, right. It's, it's, it's going to be insane if you need, for, for the next extreme challenge, if you need like the, the, the Goku, the Freezer, and Pan, like for newer players, <laughs> it's basically Im- impossible, like impossible to compete. You know how the um, LR Andros, the AGL one, requires like medals from all different Dokken events? Mm, what if yeah. they did that? But like, you have to get medals from all different EZA events. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, I would that that, that like would happen. I, I would actually like this. So many people would get so mad about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we but talk, it's going to happen. We said that before you. in a previous episode. I think that would actually be hilarious. I mean, the, the, the thing they would probably have to do though, because obviously it's, it's always a little bit annoying when a unit gets an EZA from an existing EZA, so you have to replay the stages because obviously it costs stamina um, and you don't get all the rewards again and stuff like that. So I think if they were going to do that, they'd have to implement some sort of thing where you get like the EZA, replaying the EZA stages is like half stamina or possibly even less because you're going to have to play so many of them. And then I guess they would have to just incorporate more rewards via like missions. So like the mission for fully EZAing them could give you like 20 stones or something because you're not getting like an easy Ooh. event but i mean yeah that w- would be kind of funny just because that's how they awakened in the first place but yeah i think a lot of people would be uh would not be too happy with that but as long as they make it a little <laughs> bit easier on you by making like the stamina cost and stuff less like less and things like that i don't think it'd be that much of an issue i think it'd be kind of fun but i don't think everyone would agree with that i would love to see the reaction <laughs> the community for that. i think that'd be hilarious <laughs> Okay, with that said, let's move on to the questions. Of course, we won't take a break here. And yeah, if you want to submit your questions for the next episode, just watch out for our tweets and yeah, our community board on YouTube. You can also submit your questions on our Discord server and our subreddit. So let's move on to the first question from Smooth. Yeah, I recognize that name. Hello, brother. Do you think we will ever get a true dual Dokkan festival for pure Saiyans and Wicked Bloodline? I vote King Vegeta and King Cold. So, anybody here? I think that is an awesome, like, way to put that. How that's like, like, you know, the the kings of them. Like, I think that's awesome. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. Probably not. 
like Vegeta. High? Yeah, like first off, all right. But Videl though, right? Twenty twenty one has like that question of will it be hype? But that it kind of doesn't matter anymore. They had like Videl and all. They had all this stuff. Videl, but, my eyes was hype. Uh, <laughs> you see, yeah. But um, <laughs> King Vegeta. I don't know. And King Cold, I think it's an awesome idea. Do I think they're actually going to do it? Probably not. Uh, but I would love to see like a Dudo Confess of that. That's like similar to that. Like maybe like a Vegeta yeah. and Frieza or similar to that. But I don't think they would make the uh, the Kings. Yeah, I'm not too sure on like who the characters would be. But I mean, it's one of those things that's been going on for a while now. Is Are we actually going to get 170 leaders for um, those categories? Because... I mean, with the kind of power creep that we've been seeing lately, I mean, you can't really argue that they couldn't give those teams a 170 lead. Um, well, I think Metal Cooler is the... Uh, actually, yeah, I was going to say, I was just rereading the question, and yeah, Wicked Bloodline. I mean, Metal Cooler is, yeah. but he definitely needs like an update or something like that. But um, yeah, Pure Saiyans, I mean, obviously that team has probably the most potential because of all the crazy units obviously, that are yeah. on there, but... Yeah, I think at this point, there's no you can't really use power creep as an excuse for why they don't have a 170 lead. So, yeah, I think Broly would have been the perfect candidate for Saiyan Day. The mm -hmm. in Broly that we got, I think he would have been a nice pure Saiyan leader, 170. But they give him another category, so movie bosses. Yeah, I think it was a weird combo because I mean, if you imagine if they made like pure saiyans and planetary destruction the kind of team that you could make with that would be pretty crazy because uh, that's the only problem i found with broly uh recently I know it's slightly off topic here but for like the new gt goku event obviously broly himself is really good on it but some of the teams that he's on don't necessarily have like the best rest of units to put around him because obviously like on his own team a lot for a lot of events you'd run him alongside say like tech lr broly but you probably don't want to be bringing him into the gt legendary goku event because he's going to get absolutely destroyed so broly himself is really good in that event but he's not on like a ton of teams that are super good and if we if we ever got like a 170 lead for pure saiyans like i mean obviously there's so many ways you could run that team but that would be insane yeah i completely agree especially with his link skill i mean like he's movie bosses. I mean, I know there's like off topic, but like movie bosses, there's like we already have movie bosses, and like the fact that he doesn't have big bad bosses, mm. you know, it's just like he's not a very, I mean, suitable candidate in my opinion. But you know, he's still a very top tier character. So who knows? We'll see what one seventy down the line. I think eventually it's gonna happen for uh, pure Saiyans. Yeah, with those crazy categories around like GT heroes and stuff like. It's only a matter of time until we get a 170 lead for Pure Saiyans. Uh -huh. uh, wouldn't make sense to not deliver this to us. Okay, let's move on to the next question. And this one is from Zyko. How insane do you guys think Angel Super Saiyan 3 Goku is going to be? And does he need anything other than defense and increased stats? So, uh, yeah, the, the other Neo Gods, especially Goku and Vegeta, are so insane. So he will turn crazy good. But what are your thoughts? I want him to stack attack and defense. I, I just want him to be broken. Like, I just want him to be the best because Super Saiyan 3 needs it. I yes. just need him to be the best. Yeah, I would does. like him to change orbs as well. Oh, my God. That would yeah. be huge. Oh, yes. Jeez. Very, very true. Some rainbow key spheres. Oh, 
Yep. Because yep. you know one of the teams where one of the teams where he'll be really effective of outside of Super Saiyan 3, obviously, which as Diddy said, definitely needs the help. But one thing that struck me when this unit came out originally was the um the tech LR Super Saiyan 2 Gohan. Uh if you want to get his max potential, he needs a movie heroes Goku. Um, and especially when it comes to like building teams around some of the categories that that Gohan is on, like that Super Saiyan 3 Angel Goku, if his EZA is really good, he's going to be a really good like candidate to bring on the team so that you have a movie heroes Goku. And um, yeah, having the orb changing and stuff like that as well would be really, really good. With what we've seen lately with the uh, EZAs, um, I mean, I didn't, I didn't mention this when we were talking about the Super Saiyan 4s, but the thing that... Um, strikes me about them for their EZA is obviously they're really, really good. Um, and so it's not necessarily a bad thing, but their EZA, when you look at it, is quite straightforward. Like it's very basic. It's nothing too crazy. Like they didn't give them any sort of um, extra special mechanic or any support or any sort of thing like that. It's, you know, they just have bigger numbers and bigger stats. But I mean, bigger you know, number, better card. Yeah. I mean, you see what, <laughs> you see what they do in the game. You know so I mean, mean, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. But, <laughs> I got um, but yeah, if the Goku gave like some sort of support or like you said, orb changing or something like that, that on top of having the solid stats, because um, I think he can stun on his super as well, can't he? So again, he's going to be, if, if as long as he's now much, much better defensively, which we assume he would be, that's going to make him even better for things like Super Battle Road, where obviously stunning is super useful. Um, so yeah, he, uh, I would definitely prefer him to get so, uh, an, an EZA that gave him some sort of interesting new spin. But I mean, if they, if they just give him the Super Saiyan 4 EZA treatment, I mean, he's, he's going to be ridiculous. So yeah, all I was about to say was just like, if, if you notice like in the other world warriors category, just like all of them require like a bunch of rainbow orbs. Mm -hmm. So just having him change rainbow orbs is in, would be insane. Mm hmm well, plus, doesn't he gets more powerful with rainbow orbs as well, doesn't yeah. he? So, yeah, yeah, that would definitely be super useful. Yeah, as I say, that the rainbow orb changer would have been a really nice touch. Because, again, just like Jay Fanta said, it would help out the other units as well. And also, it increases attack to, like, what is it, 20% per orb right now? Yeah. Uh, per rainbow key, sorry, rainbow key sphere. So, again, he he's a, that effect is just a very powerful effect. Mm -hmm. As we can even see it with the uh, GT Goku and Vegeta, right? How they help out, like, the other characters because um, they're also rainbow orb changers. So, again, rainbow orb changing is actually a very powerful passive, mm -hmm. honestly. So, yeah, as for me, I absolutely agree with Ning, and I really hope that Akatsuki is doing something special for uh, Angel Goku since the easy A for Goku and Vegeta, the Super Saiyan 4s, is pretty basic, even though they are very amazing, but it's like the caveman easy A. Mm -hmm. um, I love that term from Goresh <laughs> since uh, Full Power Gym released. So, uh, yeah, I am. I hope that we'll get a very good and very special Angels Saiyan 3 Goku. So, yeah, with that said, let's move on to the next question from Big Monkey King. <laughs> and, yeah, Ningen, um, will Global's anniversary be superior than JP's now that they confirmed update 4.16? I mean, I feel like the answer to that just has to be yes, right? Because... I mean, with anniversaries, they're the main thing where they don't really ever change anything. Like the banners don't, I don't think anniversary banners have ever changed. Um, and then, of course, with Global, whilst with this anim uh, anniversary for JP, they got their first sort of taste of some free tickets. Um, Global usually gets those for the actual Jewel Dokonfest banner. At least we have done for the last couple of years in a row. So 
chances are we probably are going to get that again. I would assume. So you're going to have we're going to have the three plus one multis for however long that lasts for, and then of course the uh, tickets that you're getting with every multi, which in and of itself is a huge bonus. Um, and then yeah, with the four point one six coming out, um, that is actually massive because when you think about the anniversary banners, and this is true of every anniversary and really every big celebration in general, the banners are stacked with some really good units, but they also have a lot of older Dokonfest units that if you've been playing the game for a while, you probably don't need any more copies of. But the anniversary banners are the ones where obviously everybody's going to go ham. Like, I mean, a large amount of the player base, especially if you're free to play, those are the banners that you're saving for. So with the coin exchange update, because that's the big thing that people, I guess, probably care about with the 4.16 is, yeah, like you're going to pull, I mean, me especially, I'm sure a lot of the other guys who are going to be saving up to do big, big summons, we're going to pull so many copies of those older Dokonfest units that we don't need. And we're going to have that update already to trade them in for coins. And then those anniversary banners, they bring back most of the Dokonfest LRs, which means they're all available to buy in the coin shop. So having them available like at the same time that we're then getting the update where you're going to be able to potentially get a ton of red coins extra. I mean, that's just, that's a huge W for Global. So Yeah, I agree. I agree. Completely agree. Also, it comes with the same name update, right? Mm-hmm. So like, so like the God event, I'm pretty sure you're allowed that, right? Same name update on the God event, but it'll be much simpler to do as well. Just bring double Khalifa and then you're kind of good to go. <laughs> Because that event is like really tough. No it's damage. like it's it's like insanely disgustingly tough how it is. So but again, shout out to J Fan who did it with free to play, kinda ish. But I mean I, I consider free to play, man. <laughs> but uh yeah, I think it's be a big W for global. Coin update and same number same name update, definitely. Definitely. All right. So I guess it's time to move on to the next question. And this one is from Adib Rahman. Do you think the blue fusions are underrated? Yes. <laughs> yeah. They're overrated. What do you mean? <laughs> All right, Jay Fanny, you go first. Defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're talking about the LR of blue fusion, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. They're so overrated. <laughs> How? That's oh. just it. He's so serious. Uh, Can hear in the just... tone of his voice. I don't. I can't actually tell if you're joking or not. <laughs> <laughs> they're just. They're just overrated. That's all. Well, there's the no, thing is, there's no need for reasoning. I mean, I because the thing is, I I would say they are underrated because they're obviously nowadays they're not the best units in the game anymore. But like, they're still good. But for some reason, I I consistently see people saying that they're. I guess not bad, but like that they're just not good anymore. And yeah, like they're meh. Yeah, and that's meh. just like, you know, even in longer form events, like I said, they may not be the best units, but once they're fully built up, like they're doing some crazy stuff. Well, I will say their base form is definitely something that's not very wow. It's mm. like part of the weakest point because they're kind of fragile, right? Like even in Super Battle or even the new uh GT Goku event, they're not anything special, but you also have to work with their strong points, right? Because if you put them in the third spot, they do have a 50% chance to dodge, which uh -huh. is, you know, free, right? So, I, I mean, I will say they're, for me, they're underrated. Um, but I think they're very fun to use, especially with the Legendary Goku event, the GT one. Because now Goku has so much HP, what you can actually do is that you can put them in the third spot, use their active skill if Goku is below 50%. And then once they're finished done with their active skill, you can put them back in slot one or two. Now, fortunately, in the last stage, you can't dodge no more, but... 
like um, in the second last stage, you can still dodge. So you can see the blue fusions just go completely crazy after their active skill because he has so much HP. But mm. they're, I would say they're very fun to use. Yeah, I use Tech Vegeta Blue on, uh, I think, Battle of Wits uh, for that category mission. Uh, and oh my god, he's seeing him. He, he did like the four additionals or like, or like the three <laughs> additional. Oh my god, man, that turn is like. He obliterates the HP. It feels like you're using the active skill on the Super Saiyan Blue Kaoken Goku. Like that's the best unit in the game. And like if they're coming close to Super Saiyan Blue yeah, Kaoken Goku, oh <laughs> I don't know. That, that's good. Shout out to Sora. I was gonna say Sora. What are you doing here? What have you done with Diddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I absolutely agree. I think also that they are underrated. Like, hold on, hold on. We did a tier list. Um... <laughs> at the beginning of this year and I put them uh, on 9 and 10. Yes, but now that the Legendary Goku event um, came out, the GT one, and you have to beat it with uh, Battle of Wits. And uh, yeah, Truth in the meantime did like um, Fusion Extremes to a Battle Road with them or with Gogeta as the lead uh, instead of the physical Gogeta. I think their value has gone up um, quite a bit and uh, yeah, they are underrated. Um, they are really really strong their damage output on longer events is absolutely insane um the active skill mechanic later on with the third slot is crazy too um yeah they are really good if you're pulling them insane like really really good pull really good pull okay anything you guys want to add about the blue fusions vegeto and gojita also the only thing that probably people would say that makes them underrated is the fact that they're pretty rng heavy at certain points i mean that's like a lot of units in the game. Like people will say Vegeta Blue is the best EZA in the game, but how can you say that and then say like the Gogeta and Vegeta are meh when yeah. physical Vegeta Blue is just all RNG? Mm, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Like they're they're underrated in the sense that whilst they are still good, like like I say, people just seem to lately think they're not quite as good. And I think a lot of that comes down to. The fact that they do need that build up and obviously to like transform and then have a couple mm. of turns getting off all those additionals. And recently we've seen a lot of units that can just do crazy stuff in slot one. But I mean, that doesn't make them not good anymore. There's just, you know, a, a, a lot more better options now than there was when they first came out. So I did this in the in the recent episodes too, and I want to do this again. Um, like I'm asking a question, I want a quick answer. Like don't explain yourself. Um, but who's better, Vegito or Gogeta? Who's the better card? Why Gogeta better? None. <laughs> yeah see as a gogeta fanboy it pains me to say vegeto just because isn't doesn't vegeto have he has an extra like guaranteed additional super attack so mm, i think right. technically he's slightly better gogeta because animations are better i mean that is also true though <laughs> that is very true and better windscreen as well in my opinion mm, true yes i prefer vegeto because i prefer the consistency with the defense because he gets what, 30% raise on defense after you super attack? So again, that guarantee twice, especially in today's meta where defense is very important, I I choose that. That doesn't matter. As long as your super attack is sexy, it's, it's <laughs> True. What else are yeah, you now, for? <laughs> now that the GT edition is a thing, I would lean more towards Vegito, for sure. Um, but in my tier list, I put Gogeta over Vegito. It was a 100% tier list. Like, you have to, uh, to have them rainbowed. And... I think the defense didn't matter for me as much at rainbow level. And Gogeta is super effective against all types. So, um, 
that's why I favored him a little bit more at 100%. At 55% is a different thing. But now that the GT edition is, is a thing, I would say, like, Vegito is better, especially because you need him uh, for one mission. Um, yeah, but, uh, like, a slight teaser for you guys. When the anniversary is taking place on Global, we will do another tier list. And, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see where they are in those lists. So, um, okay, let's move on to the final question here from Scott. Without taking money into consideration, how long do you guys personally think Dokkan could last? If they keep going down the same trajectory the game is in currently. My personal opinion is whenever Akatsuki gets burned out. Keep up the great work, 5-9. Love the content. Thanks, Scott. So, yeah. Uh, anybody wants to take the question? Uh, all right. Well, well the, all right. So, it's, it's kind of contradicting here, right? So, some people, right, with getting burnt out, I, it's still, I would say it comes to the money because, like, Maybe, like, they've been going to six and a half years, man. I'm sure they're burnt out. Like, I don't know. I, I'm sure some people in there are burnt out. But if they're getting the money from it, I, I think they can just keep on going. I feel like it just goes back down to the money. Money's sake for it. It's Dragon Ball. Like, they. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. If we're just talking about the game, I think the game is still running well. I, I, I think we're chilling. Mm -hmm. I think we just, like... 2021 has been so good for Dokkan, uh, JP, uh, and it's just been <laughs> like I don't know. It, they're they're only going uphill for JP, but and it's like it's really good. Like I, I don't know. Global has been uh, doing good with this celebration. Yeah, that's I was gonna say. There's definitely been some bumps in the road, especially early 2021. But yeah, Global is uh, is picking back up at least. I but... think the marketing team just needs to wake up. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you said because it's the fr let's be fair, the franchise is largely what carries a lot of the popularity. So oh, yeah. with things like you know the new movie announcement, um, the potential that at some point either the series will return or even if the animated series doesn't return, obviously the manga is still going on. Like there's still so much stuff. I mean, there's characters, let, let's not even worry about the manga and the new movie. I mean, there's still characters right now that don't have cards in the game. So, <laughs> I mean, as long as Dragon Ball still exists in some form, which it seems very unlikely that it's not going to at any point, there's always going to be stuff that they can do. So, yeah, I think, like you said, the big thing is going to come down to if they ever get to that point where, you know, two, three, four, whatever it is, though, confesses in a row, massively underperform from what they are expecting, then maybe that's when things would start to be in trouble and the end could be in sight. But I think as long as they do reasonable numbers, because one thing we talked about with uh, Videl and the whole thing about the horse game, like people often make a big deal out of like, oh, Global didn't hit top grossing for this character, even though this character should be really hype. And it's like, yeah, but they hit like, three or four which realistically they're still making a lot of money like even Videl, mm. i think truth was saying hit like is it six which for a yeah, character who six, everyone right. was complaining is not hype and no one cares about that's still the sixth top grossing game so i mean as long as they're still making money I, yeah i mean what reason would they have to stop doing it and like diddy was saying recently we've seen a lot of really good improvements like for people like me and some of the other guys on the panel today who've been playing the game for years at this point like even some of the improvements they've made in the last few months have been massive compared to like over the last couple of years so as long as they if they have a i could imagine if they have a roadmap for like the next couple of years it easily is going to go on for at least that long so yeah i mean 
I don't have much to say about this, but I mean, as long as Dragon Ball is still a thing, I I don't see how Do- I mean, Dokkan would ever, I guess, burn out. Like, mm-hmm. there's always be content. I mean, there's also even Dragon Ball Heroes. I mean, that was a very good celebration. Yeah. Even though it didn't hit like top grossing, but like that celebration for me, I really enjoyed it. Like the cards are really yeah. good. Lots of events. As long as I I feel like, um, yeah, no, actually, exactly what I was saying. As, as long as there's always some form of Dragon Ball, like Ningen said, I think Dokkan is, is going to be in a good place. Yeah. Uh, there, there was one thing I forgot to touch on. Uh, with with them getting burnt out, I think we can tell that they might be kind of burnt out and that they want to try something new with version Z. Like, I, that mm. could be, like, them trying to branch out to something new, or it just could be not something that major. It could be just something random that, like, helps out the game a bit, maybe a whole new system. Uh, we don't know. The version Z is still a, a big question mark to us. They hyped it up in the big Dragon Ball news event thing, uh, but we don't know anything about it. So I, that I feel like version Z is the big deciding point on mm. what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Because if it is going to be some big crazy update, you can't. You would imagine that they would have at least a couple of years planned for after that. You, if they're going to be, yeah. they've hyped it up. You're not going to release some crazy supposedly some big crazy new update revamp type thing and then shut the game down in like a year's time so i think the key probably is the money side and uh blaze made a good point with the hero stuff like again this is why top grossing is not like the biggest factor of whether something has been successful or not apart from the odd few people who really don't like heroes because for whatever reason they just don't like like the non-canon or quote-unquote like fan service stuff the feedback from the community is that most people love the hero stuff so it doesn't necessarily need to hit top grossing like that celebration was great everybody loved the fact that it was on both versions at the same time um the general feedback for that celebration overall was there was really good so they've still got a ton of stuff they can draw from and just imagine like like i said with the movie or the return of the anime you think of some of those big key moments where like vegeto blue or when we saw ui for the first time and then all of a sudden like bam the next day it ui comes out on jp and it got top grossing like that kind of stuff will happen again as long as more new dragon ball media is coming out yeah and also yeah. even if there's no media like um as you guys saw from zamasu right um the, his super tech animation came from the manga so as long as the manga is still going i mean exactly. it's still more content so mm, mm. yeah good point I, do they have the rights to the manga though like uh, like moro right like do they are they allowed to do anything with that as far as I'm aware, I mean, I would assume that they can, but yeah, aside from Super Attack animation references, they haven't ever really put anything in that was uh, manga only. So I don't know. I would assume they all comes under the same thing. But yeah, if we're talking sure. like manga yeah. only stuff, we can get like a Kefla and Gohan Dokkan fest. Oh, like, mm. like if we're ta- if we like really saying we can go into that. Well, yeah, even because Peter, for people who have never read the manga, who are maybe not aware, I mean, there's a whole like different version of super saiyan blue in the manga yeah. that isn't in yeah. the anime so isn't Whoa, represented spoilers. in dokkan at all <laughs> well it's not it's not even new it was around the time of like the zamasu arc so it's just they did it differently in the anime um i actually didn't read all of the tournament of power so i can't remember if blue evolution and like is in the manga but like there's a sort of different version of super saiyan blue and they've never touched on that so it's not represented in dokkan at all um, yeah, like I, they were using Super Saiyan God in Zamasu arc. Like that's 
<laughs> that was not in the anime. Yeah, like Vegeta, like the, Vegeta the... switching between red and yeah, blue yeah. while fighting right. like Goku Black. That was awesome. But, right. And Super Saiyan Goku Black was in the manga, like the right. actual uh, yellow hair. Spoilers Super again. Uh, I mean, Super blue Goku I mean, using yeah. Kai. Hello, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that can be a major duck on fest. Exactly. So there's still tons of stuff they can draw from. So I think, especially because it is a gacha game and it's a business at the end of the day, the 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 end thing, the final straw, essentially, I guess, will just be when it doesn't make money anymore. Which I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon because people still get crazy hyped about any new stuff that comes out for Dragon Ball. So yeah, and they could also use like what if stuff like PyCon with Gogeta. Um... Mm. Then you have Super Saiyan 2, Angel Vegeta's active skill, like that's a what-if scenario as well. Um, they could do cards like that, but um, like to go back a little bit, I don't think that Dogon is going to turn, shut down any anytime soon, because like the JP side is publishing like guides for newer players, and I think version Z is addressed more towards the newer player base, so like as Ningen said, you're not going to publish a new mode and then shut down the entire game yeah. afterwards. If it's addressed towards newer players, it wouldn't, wouldn't make sense. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I'm hoping that we will enjoy, and well, I'm certain that we will enjoy Dokkan for quite a while. So, yeah, anything else you guys would like to add before we finish things up here? That's it for me. All right. Okay, so... Yeah, let's uh, finish things up here. So that was episode 34, Return of the Kings. And yeah, guys, I would like to thank BBC Blaze, Diddy Sauce, Jay Fanta, and Mass Ningen for their attendance today. And yeah, again, make sure to subscribe to Five Night Gaming across all social media platforms and yeah, watch out for our question tweets. And yeah, again, reminder to fill out the fan made card form for the Doka Now 5 stream so uh yeah that's it for me as i said um yeah i won't return until the end of august toon rami will be back next week so uh yeah this is sunblade and fifner gaming signing out i'm just gonna add right at the end shout out to sunblade for taking over as the mc uh make sure you guys show him some appreciation down below in the comments thank you very much